0: Here's your hosts, Zach Dillard and Corey McCartney.
1: The Atlanta Braves enter the home stretch of their National League East title defense with a 14-game run against the Washington Nationals and Philadelphia Phillies and all eyes are on Atlanta this weekend for a playoff-caliber showdown between two of baseball's best teams. Welcome to another edition of the CHOPCAST. Sitting with me in studio is Corey McCartney. I am Zach Dillard. And, Corey, the Braves are 19-15 and against teams currently in the playoff picture this season. That would, of course, be the Minnesota Twins, Los Angeles Dodgers, St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, and this Nationals team. But this National series in particular feels different, especially with Washington throwing Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin this weekend. Do you think that this is the truest playoff test Atlanta has faced this season?
0: I will say yes. Uh, you know, I, I think there's – you can look at those past series and find things that felt big in hindsight. I mean, certainly that Dodgers series felt big, but, uh, you know, you didn't see Clayton Kershaw. You didn't see Walker Buehler in that one. And the and Ryu that they faced, I mean, is the, guy, the guy's slipping. I mean, he's – you know, it just seems like he's being fatigued as the season wears on. You know the Cardinals. This is not the same Cardinals team that they faced. You know back in May when they saw them. I mean, you saw Jack Flaherty. You know he was good. You saw Miles Michaelis. You saw you know Dakota Hudson. But that team has flipped the switch, and that's not the same team you saw back then. The Cubs. It, it's hard to put too much on that that first series against the Cubs because they were just so bad. And then you've not seen you've not seen Jose Quintana. You've not seen you know Cole Hamels, who you know statistically, but based on WAR, those have been two of the three best pitchers this season. So, in terms of what you're getting, that team trending, what a series means. This is the biggest series they will they will have faced at this point in the season.
1: I would I would definitely agree with this point in the season. I think the closest to this would be the early May Dodgers series that they ended up getting swept in. Was uh, they faced Clayton Kershaw, uh, faced Ryu, faced Walker Buehler. That was in early May, but that last Dodger series, as you mentioned, they missed Kershaw and Buehler. Uh, Alex Verdugo missed that series as well. Teams undergo all sort of, you know, metamorphosis over the season. Like, teams are going to change. That Cardinals team that you mentioned, pretty close, although I would probably throw uh, Adam Wainwright into their playoff rotation mix. But as you mentioned, that that Cardinals team is so different from when they last saw them. And they,
0: li- they lit Wainwright up. I mean, he was, he was bad, you know, I mean that them for player, that one and game I mean, are their best. Yes, players. and they were both. And, and Dakota Hudson's been really good too. Dakota Hudson has a yeah. good ERA. And they've changed um, since Wainwright Carlos III. Martinez slipped into yeah. that closer role, so this is a that's a different. And Paul Goldschmidt was not hitting when they were here uh at, back in May either.
1: Yeah, so the Dodgers early May um Cardinals fairly close, but again, that was such a different Cardinals team that it's hard to really judge them on on the surface there. Uh that last Cubs series, uh they missed the top 3 in WAR for the Cubs in pitching, which was uh, Kyle Hendricks, uh, Jose Quintana, and Cole Hamels. Of course, that was also pre-trade deadline, so they did not have Nick Nick Castellanos, who has turned into a supernova at the plate for the Cubs and really helped renovate uh, renovate their offense. Craig Kimbrell did come back. That was his first game back, was his debut was against Atlanta. Um, but this Cubs team feels different uh since the trade deadline. Uh of course they did just face the Minnesota Twins. Uh you mentioned before we came on the show that that was a series that did not have Byron Buxton. They also didn't have two of their top four pitchers in Michael Pineda uh and Kyle uh Kyle Gibson. Those two guys did not pitch in that series. Um and then the Nationals, you know, it it just it's such a it's such a weird a uh, dichotomy with with Atlanta and Washington this season. Uh, Atlanta six and six against Washington, but it feels so strange to be up seven games, but to still have never faced Max Scherzer. Um, the last time they faced Washington, they only faced Corbin. They did not face Steven Strasburg, and it it just cannot be overstated that these are three of the twelve best pitchers in baseball by FanGraphs War right now. Like these three guys. Are incredible. They are the reason the Nationals have the best rotation in baseball. So for the Braves to finally see that, um, it it certainly to me feels like just such a true playoff test with so uh, playoff implications, playoff stakes. Um, I'm going to have to lean yes along with that early May Dodgers series.
0: And you can say, okay, well, it's not the Braves' fault that they haven't seen Max Scherzer this season. It's not their fault that they haven't seen Jose Quintana. It's not this their fault that blah, blah, blah. But it matters because when the games do matter, that is who you will see. And sure. at least you have, you know, you can have the, the confidence, okay, well, we beat these guys. But it's also, there's a different vibe to it, of course, in the postseason, but there's cert- certainly a different vibe when... They're rolling out their best guys. You're rolling out their best guys, and let's go head to head and see what happens. That's why this series is so. It's. I mean, think about that Sunday game. You got yeah. Mike Soroka against right. Max Scherzer, and it's. You know it,
1: that could be Game One NLCS if yeah. you make it that far. Yeah, I mean, it it, it's
0: it's the, it just looms large, and it just everything about this series, even you know Freed going, you know tonight, it, it just everything just feels amplified for good reason.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, Freed Strasburg is, is a big matchup. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Yeah, I
0: feel bad for uh, for Ross, you know. Right. I mean, that's like the one...
1: Thanks, Joe. Yeah,
0: Joe Ross gets that, is the one guy in this series I, that you like, it,
1: eh. I mean, if they go... I would think they will go four pitchers unless a series goes out of hand for them uh, and they just stay with their big three. But Sanchez is probably their fourth starter. I really
0: think for them in the postseason... Annabelle is that okay if something goes awry and we got to stay in a game or we you know we don't if if we're now down four runs five runs
1: you think he's going to be there long I
0: think he guys. is he's I think he's been their he,
1: fourth best pitcher He
0: has been but if you go with those three guys and you hold him in reserve like that I mean or you say okay well what if Strasburg does bad in game 2 and then you don't want to go back to him if the series goes long you've got Sanchez there as is another option but um to me I think that's just he he's to me, is that guy that okay? He, you know, he's going to go out there and throw, you know, five six innings. So just let him fill that role. But yeah, you're getting you're you're getting a, some really great pitching matchups in this Brave series.
1: And this is a not everybody enters the playoffs red hot, but these two teams are just clicking on all cylinders. The Washington Nationals seventeen and five over the last twenty two. The Braves are seventeen and four over the last twenty one, and. It just feels like this is this is the best version of these two teams that we've really seen. I know that the Braves are a little bit uh, banged up on, uh, especially on offense with some of the regulars. The Nationals have not gotten their bullpen together. Although Doolittle uh, will be coming back in the series, is that correct?
0: Doolittle came back
1: uh, September first, yeah, so you, him you know, and Zimmerman are both back. back. Yeah, um, but you know, it, so maybe not the very best versions on all, you know, clicking on all cylinders. But these two teams, you know, the Nationals are averaging about seven runs per game since August 1st. Um, The the Braves pitching has been just as good as theirs, uh, which, you know, is very rare this season because the Nationals have been one of the best uh, pitching teams, especially from their rotation. Um, And I think that matters too. You're not really catching, you know, we just mentioned that Cardinals series that, yeah, they faced Hudson, Michaelis, and Flaherty, but uh, you know, I think that Cardinals team was like five games below five hundred. They weren't really playing well. You play when you face the Cubs in er, in the early season, they weren't really playing well. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think a catching a urgency. team at their Yeah. I yeah. think catching mm-hmm. a team at their best also has that kind of playoff vibe as well. I agree. And I you know I think and that's
0: that's obviously the you know face value, that's what makes a series different in September than what it is in in April or May it's just that these teams the direction of their season is laid out. they know what they're they're playing for at that at that point. but you know we had talked about, okay, well, there's you know the best case scenario, worst case scenario for this series. One thing and we mentioned this on Chopcast live yesterday when when the, when the Braves get done with the National, when the nationals get done with the Braves, they have to go to to Minnesota and then go play the Braves again. then they got to play St. Louis. The the Braves at least you know they face a Phillies team that hasn't strung together more than three wins in a month and a half, you know. So from the Nationals end, they need these games just to say just to make a run at the division title. But you're gonna if they're in a gauntlet, I mean this is a right. this is, they're in a much tougher situation in terms of the games ahead of them than what the Braves have with those with those Phillies games mixed in.
1: Yeah, I feel very confident that these are the two teams that will emerge at the NL East, um, and certainly um, I think one of these teams, win the division, one of these teams is going to be in the wild card, and I feel fairly confident that it's going to be Atlanta. You Look, you're up seven games after Washington's loss on Wednesday. There are 22 games remaining for Atlanta. I think Washington has 24 games remaining seven a seven game lead with 22 games remaining uh would would honestly and you know knock on wood for this franchise i'm sure but because they have seen a september collapse before that would take an absolute collapse from atlanta i wouldn't even credit i know washington still has seven games remaining against atlanta but i wouldn't even credit washington as much like atlanta has to give this lead up uh as good as washington can play um you know, I I mentioned this on 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 Chopcast Live as well that anything short of Washington sweeping this series, you have to feel pretty good if you're Atlanta. You know, if if Washington sweeps this series, yeah, you you're kind of on pins and needles. But if they take three of four, Atlanta's still sitting uh, pretty with a five game lead in this division.
0: And don't forget too that you know, as I mentioned, that what the Nationals have outside of this brace, because you know we had talked for the longest time. Fourteen games and fifteen days. Nothing against the 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 Nash Nothing but the Nationals and the Phillies. The Braves. After this is done, they get a sub five hundred Giants team. They get a sub five hundred Royals team, and then they end with three games against the Mets. So you're right. I mean, it it would not only have to take doing poorly against the Nationals. It would have to take a disaster for this really for this team to not. Walk out of and, this, and again, like no jinxes yeah. here. But even if we're you, just
1: throwing it out there, even
0: then. if you lose all seven games against the Nationals, to still think that you're not going to produce enough wins against the Phillies, the Giants, the Royals, and the Mets, it, you know it, this series. And we talked about this yesterday. This series, if they take two of four, three of four, you might as well start engraving engraving whatever they're going to give them uh, in terms of being division champs.
1: What is more likely, the Braves winning 14 more games for their first 100-win season since 2003 or coughing up this division lead?
0: Oh, it's, a, it's 100. I think
1: let's so It's getting too. to 100.
0: And it's easy to find. I mean, look, let's say that they won of those last eight games. Let's see that that's, you know, and again, this, what is this Giants team playing for? What are the Royals playing? I mean Jorge Soler's trying to become I uh, this is stun- I know this is completely off the topic Royals did by the way. sweep
1: them in that two-game series. So watch out for Kansas City. Yeah, did
0: you know that the Royals The Roy- to- Royals haven't had a 40 home run season in since the 60s? Really? And there's been 200, 200 over 200 guys have had 40 home run seasons since the Royals have had one. Jorge Soler sitting on 39 home runs.
1: So he's well. He's gonna. is that crazy? Make history then. Yeah, I mean, uh, good
0: season for that. But that guy broke out big time, by the way. But completely off topic. Yeah, you know, it'll be a, a reunion for Billy Hamilton going back to KC. But everything is set up. I mean, I, I know we we're we're for good reason playing up this series because there there's the peripheral of it that. You know, there, there's a lot of people that are saying this Nationals team is the one that's the best suited to take, take down the Dodgers. So go take down the Dodgers, and then you get potentially the Braves and the Nationals and the NLCS. Every episode of ChopCast and ChopCast Live is exclusively outfitted by Baseballism. Stop by Baseballism Atlanta on Battery Avenue and mention Fox Sports South at any point during the 2019 season to receive a 10% discount. For both ChopCast and Baseballism, it's a baseball thing.
1: And now, back to the show. If this national team doesn't win the division, as well suited as they may be to take down the Dodgers, that one game wild card messes messes things up. It messes, and that's the whole point of it is to put you at a disadvantage. What think think about what
0: does Davy Martinez do if he's got one game? And I think if you were to pool a lot of baseball fans and you said if you have one game to win, are you going with Max Scherzer, Strasburg, or Corbin? Most people are going to be like, I want Max Scherzer. It's Scherzer, but are they so good in the top end of that rotation that is he like, I'm going to go with Strasburg because then I get to follow up and go Scherzer game one against the Dodgers?
1: Possibly. Although, I mean, I, I would throw it out there that I would throw Scherzer game one because you have to get out of that. you got to win. you got to win. Yeah. you can still turn around against the Dodgers, still go Strasburg-Corbin uh, back-to-back, and then Scherzer might be good by game three. And you have to feel pretty good about that too. Yeah, so and kind of like the, the other side
0: back. of it is and then you can say, Okay, well then I can use Serser twice in the NLCS if I get that far.
1: Right. I mean, you know, you you're can't, not I mean, taxing yeah, him. I mean, and
0: can, and I wonder how because of that back issue that he had, would they be less they, would they not wanna Well,
1: you can throw him twice no matter what. I mean yeah. if it goes game three, oh, sure. if you push it, you can go game yeah. six, game seven, um, something like that. But it, it does put a team at a disadvantage. So despite the fact that this Nationals team is clearly set up for the postseason, they have a great offense. Um, an MVP candidate in Anthony Rendon to really anchor things. Um, and then you have three of the top 12 pitchers. It's the best rotation in baseball. Closest would, of course, be the Dodgers. And as you mentioned, Ryu's kind of stumbled a little bit. Um, I still think he can put together a good playoff performance. But Are you so- uh, Euler K- Kershaw um, is probably second in line to this uh this big three.
0: When we talk about this Nationals offense, and in certainly National Nationals offense, we talk a ton for good reason about you know the the season that Anthony Rendon is having. It's almost like Juan Soto has quietly been just as good as he was last year when he was second yep. in the Rookie of the Year race. I mentioned this yesterday. He's uh, fourth in uh, since August first. He's fourth in the in all the majors in weighted on base average and weighted run created plus. He's been that good since August first. But Rendon gets all the love, and Soto has just been. Just as good as a year ago, another 30. And he's got a 30-home run season.
1: He is the best young hitter, I think, in in baseball. Um, I think he's a better hitter right now than Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, he's got Acuna like that. is the better all-around player. Yes. Because he can do so many different. He can play defense. He's a better base runner. But uh, Soto, as a rookie last year, 19 years old, 45% above league average. This year he's 49% above league average at the plate. And as you mentioned, it's the same season. He hit 292 last year, 299 this year. 406 OBP last year, 406 this year, 517 slugging last year, up to 581. But of course, uh, when you adjust to the you league. You know what's
0: funny, though, is like, so when, so when I think of Soto, I think, because it's funny that Acuna, his, you know, his childhood hero was Miguel Cabrera. And you think Soto of Soto might be closer to that. Yeah. yeah, but you think of Cabrera, you know, in this in in pitch recognition and plate discipline and just being able to really work at bats. You know, Acuña is averaging more pitches per plate appearances this season than Soto is. That doesn't surprise me. Cuz so Acuña's at 424 and Soto's at 418. But Soto just when you watch a Soto at bat, it just feels like this kid you you can't you can't get a cheap AB against him.
1: No, you know it's just the oh, he the, walks five yeah. percent more. He strikes out six yep. percent less. Uh, at least based on you know he walks fifteen percent of the time. Acuna walks ten percent of the time. Um, he, he's a he's a better, more polished hitter than Acuna yeah. is. But right, but
0: he, he's, he's he, but he's more he's more Miguel Cabrera than than Acuna
1: is. Yes, Acuna but is that's not that bad. You know, no. Acuna
0: is like being likened Acuna's to more to, Trout. And <laughs> he's, yeah, Acuna is being likened to Trout and Roberto Clemente. So don't take that as a. That's not a
1: dig. No, it is not a dig at all. He plays defense better. He's a better base runner, um, and they're just two of the best young stars in all of baseball. And it's good to see them match up. I mean, Acuna, Soto, uh, Freeman, Rendon, or you could say Donaldson, Rendon, if you wanted to. um, You know, some of the some of the best stars uh, in in baseball are going to be out. And you know, I, I am curious at you know how this offense not only does against that big three, but you know, you're throwing you're throwing Freed and Soroka. Um, against you know, Cy Young candidates year in and year out, how do they perform on this on this stage? It's a, it's a, you know, I I'm not expecting them to crumble, but you know, how do they live up to um what is going to be a, a big time atmosphere? And, and that's well?
0: and that's a good point because I think we've just so like we take it so much for granted that how like composed Soroka is how nothing seems to rattle him. How you can't tell what's going on at a freed start because the guy just doesn't the facial expression does not change. What? Yeah, I mean I think you're right. Like, what does this? What does this series do for them? I mean, I think with Keikel, you know, you he's a little bit more emotional, but he's got a resume and he's been around. These guys were we've seen some great stuff from them, but the stage is is getting a little bit. The lights are getting a little bit brighter on this stage, so it's going to be fun to see how they react. I don't, having been around them as long as we have, I don't anticipate any problems with these guys. But I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they how they uh, perform in this. You know,
1: performing poorly in one game against this Nationals offense doesn't make or break your. No you know, who you are. I mean,
0: free pitched in the postseason last year. Right. He, you know, He was up he, to the moment great. against yeah. a
1: great, great Dodgers yes. lineup, and he dominated them. Um, it, it's not going to be, like, make or break. But I'm just curious, you know, is, you know, how how Soroka and how Freed go against this line. I mean, it's going to be a trendsetter for the rest of the season, and uh, like it or not, we're going to probably look at this series and the next national series uh, when the Braves are you know, filling out their playoff rotation. I think at this point, uh, Soroka and Keiko are locks. And I think the way that Freed's pitched, he, he's, he's been just as good, if not better, than all the Nationals pitchers uh, over the last few weeks. The Braves refuse to lose when he's on the mound. Um, I think Freed's really, you know, setting himself up nicely to get a playoff start. Yep. And then it comes down to really full team Tehran, And I think Tehran probably has the inside track.
0: So Soroka, obviously, is going to pitch on Sunday opposite Scherzer. His next start is the first game of the series in Washington on the 13th against Ross. If he has two great performances and Ryu continues to slip, can Soroka pitch his way late in the season with, you know, so much riding on this series, can he pitch himself into a, into a Cy Young finalist?
1: Oh, yeah. He can pitch his way into a Cy Young finalist. If he finishes strong, he can do that. And it has nothing really to do with Ryu. I think Ryu has uh, really fallen out of this Cy Young race, um, to me it's Scherzer. I mean Scherzer is um the guy it's Scherzer de Grom and it's just kind of tough with this in this uh in this division but Scherzer de Grom and then um, yeah, maybe Ryu Soroka, and then probably Corbin. It'd be pretty Strasper cool if the NL
0: East got all three finalists
1: again. Cindergard is kind of you know kind of pushing his way into that mix, but to me in the National League right now, it's it's Scherzer to Grom. I mean, Bueller's and, been really good too. Bueller's been fantastic. Ryu's been great throughout the season. I'm not. But, and
0: that's the thing. Like, do you? What, I think
1: with his team performance and what he's been able to do. Um, Sirocco's top five. Siyonga, but what do you?
0: And with Ryu, it's like, do you take on the context of the entire season, or do you take on as the season has worn on? But you've got a multi, you know, a multi, a, a double-digit division lead. I, I think that's interesting. Like, do you take on the full of the season, or do you take,
1: you know, how, you a, know, guy, how, how a, guy a guy finished? You know, recency yeah. bias. Yeah. How a guy finishes. Yep. Um, it's even tougher in the in the American League. I have no idea what's going to go on yeah. in American well, Justin uh, Berlander put a stamp on it with that. I, no I, think, I think so, too. Um, clearly, he's, you know, heading to the Hall of Fame, but yeah. I think that that could be the final, you know, the final check in the box. Mike
0: Miner was a great guy when he was here. Mike is not winning the Cy Young. I realize that it's he's... It's
1: funny, though. You know, uh, Mike Petriello, who does all the StatCast stuff for MLB, uh, threw this out there the other day that, like, the American League has a different leader in, like, every statistical category. Like, it, it, the baseball reference war leader is different than the fan war leader is different from the ERA leader is different from like, uh you know, expected weighted on base average, which I think is still Garrett Cole. I mean, Lance um, Lynn it, leads the I, AL. I know Lance you know? Lynn, Mike Miner, um, obviously Justin Verlander, uh, Garrett Cole has been great. Um, so I do not envy them, even Shane Bieber for Cleveland, um, who was great in the All-Star game uh, for people that. Haven't gotten to watch them much this season. Um yeah, it's pretty it, It's crazy. a tough—it's going to be tough. This is one of the—in uh, both leagues. Well, I'm— Kate There's Upton, not a runaway guy. Kate, I mean, Upton, Kate Upton has a tweet ready. She's like, it's yeah, in her drafts. Right. It's uh, sitting in her drafts. There's not a runaway guy in either league. I mean, last year it was DeGrom, like, hands down. The real—the question was, was he going to win the MVP? Yeah. So if you're asking if Sirocco can, you know, get into the mix, yes. Um, I think—how many more starts do you think he has? What, Four? Four more starts at the end of the season? Something like that? Yeah, probably, yeah. Four, you know, three or four good starts down the stretch. I think he can finish top five in Cy Young. That'd be huge. I mean, and he's, you know, just turned twenty years old. Uh, great season for him, absolutely. So we're really looking forward to this series. Uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, Fox Sports South. Um, through Fox Sports Southeast tonight, but then Fox Sports South throughout the weekend. And, of course, uh, we get started. Strasburg versus Freed uh, tonight on hashtag, Fox Sports Hashtag Southeast. defend the East. Yeah, trying to defend the East. So be sure to follow along there on Linear as well as on, at Fox Sports Braves on Twitter. Um, of course, following along on Facebook, Fox Sports South. He's Corey McCartney. I'm Zach Dillard. We'll have, all, we'll have all things Braves Nationals covered throughout the weekend So be sure to follow along everywhere. We'll see you guys in next time.